1: This is the Totally Useless Information Podcast with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn.
0: Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Today on the show, our 50th episode. (laughs) We will cover these topics.
1: Animals. Science. Sports. And some surprise bloopers that are funny as hell. Welcome to our 50th episode. Totally Useless Information, it's everything you never needed to know, the Totally Useless
0: Information Podcast, hosted by Nick and Roy. Boy, you look great for 50. Mm-hmm.
1: I was a moron, you was a jerk, he equals nothing in science, science,
0: science. And here, with more scientific news, here's my Good buddy for 40 years and the co-host of the podcast, Roy. Right. can't believe it's 50 episodes. Thank you to everybody listening, by
1: the way. It really, really, it's, it's, it's humbling. Do you ever wonder how the Earth got so much water in our oceans? I mean, you look at the oceans and you realize how deep they are and you say, wow, that's an unbelievable amount of water. It's hard to believe it's from rain clouds, right? I mean, how could that happen? And then you find this out. The average rain cloud weighs one million pounds. There's rain clouds all over the world. They weigh a million pounds each, just a regular harmless looking rain cloud, you know.
0: One million pounds. So that they have like this big gigantic scale and they said to the cloud, Okay, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, okay, right there. Don't move. And, and they weigh exactly. the clouds. Well, what they have like I weigh thought. stations, like they have on the highway for the clouds. Humans are related to fungi. You know the guy. You know him. He's a real we fun had guy. A blast. Oh, what a blast! Yeah, fun guy. Uh, a 2015 study from the University of Cambridge suggests that mankind may have evolved with genes that came from plants. Because of these findings, researchers accept that about one percent of our human genome could have been acquired from plants. So I guess the kitchen where they make oatmeal is called the mushroom.
1: (laughs) That was really bad. Bananas, the fruit that comes in its own case. (laughs) I just (laughs) like saying that. So it's full of potassium. We all know that. But did you know that potassium decays? And the reason it decays is because it has radioactive properties. So technically, bananas are radioactive. My wife's banana bread is so full of bananas, it registers an eight on the Geiger counter. <laughs> <laughs> I call it
0: Chernobyl bread. <laughs> In fact, it has so much radiation that you can actually cook your dinner with bananas. Oh, yeah. I invented the neighbor over. His name is Adam. <laughs> Adam. Adam. <laughs> Uh, it is impossible absolutely impossible to burp in space because you burp on earth gravity keeps down the solids and the liquid from the food you just ate so only the gas escapes from your mouth not anywhere else yes only from your mouth okay just from
1: nick and roy in space they lied i just farted it
0: come on the capsule stinks and that's when the com, the uh, propulsionary lab was invented. In the absence of gravity, the gas cannot separate from the, li- the from the liquids and the solids. So burping essentially turns into puking. Wow, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, Could is. you imagine what
1: farting turns into? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? They'll feed us a little broccoli. Boom. We're on our way to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Ooh, did you ever watch a tennis match? <laughs> Probably not. But <laughs> and watch the spin on the ball change the direction or like a curveball in baseball, Nick. I know you like baseball. You watch that's a good. curve ball and you see the ball actually curve or bend it like Beckham with the soccer ball. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the point. It's called the Magnus effect. And I think that's cool. So anyone listening to the show, you just learned something. It's called the Magnus effect. The ball is actually flying on its own. Be- because of the force of the spin, the centrifugal force, the ball actually takes flight on its own. It's not the direction that it was thrown in. It's the actual direction of flight that it created.
0: That's cool. True. So the it ball is. is actually in control. I <laughs> <laughs> would like to say. With this podcast, you listen, laugh, and learn. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, there are some secret conversations going on. Shh, shh, shh. You might be surprised to learn that there is more to plants than meets the eye. While they seem to be just standing there and not doing much, plants can actually communicate with one another in some truly amazing ways. There is some evidence suggesting that plants can release stress signals warning other trees and other plants to have their guard up against threats. Mm. Yeah, I had a great conversation with a begonia this morning. Did you? Yeah. No, <laughs> you know what? You know, I, I, I'd be really, really careful. Uh, sources tell us it's just a plant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that guy over there, he's a plant. On the 50th episode of the Totally Uses Information podcast. Animals.
1: Animals. Animals. Crazy animals.
0: Rats. We all love rats, don't you? Oh, they make uh, they make a great stew. <laughs> this, this is what's funny about uh, rats. Rats can laugh when being tickled. Really? Have you ever try? Has anybody ever tried to tickle a rat? No, usually, She's just pulling creepy. them
1: out of a trap. I'm not really worried about making them laugh. You know, kind of. I kind of already ruined that. <laughs>
0: These creatures are more dynamic than we think. Rats have the ability to laugh when tickled. And according to a National Geographic study, it demonstrated that rats respond positively to tickling. Here's a sample. So here's the sound a rat makes if you tickle its back.
1: Nah, I don't tickle rats, Nick. (laughs) I love that, they're tickling a rat. And then all of a sudden, the rat bites the guy, and he's got some typhoid and drops dead. That's right, yeah. And his name is Ben. (laughs) Ben. Hi, my name is Ben. I'm about to tickle a rat. God, the first domesticated animal in history, approximately 10,000 B.C. Now, we've talked about stuff like this, so I think you're going to think the wrong answer. What do you think the first domesticated animal was, Nick?
0: I'll wait for the studio audience. I'm just a – you, the guy in the back? (laughs) No, really, dog. come on. He says dog. Dog. So dog. I would have said dog
1: or cat because we've talked about how long people, the Egyptians had cats and so on. But this is 10,000 before Christ. And it was actually the goat. The oh. goat. Could you see this? Like, okay, goat, sit and beg. And then the goat says, he goes, sit. And the goat goes, nah.
0: <laughs> he goes, just, nah. No, he says, I'm just kidding.
1: Ah, kidding. The little thank kid.
0: You. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you to the guy in the back there in our live studio audience here on mm. the Totally Uses Information podcast. Grasshoppers have ears on their stomachs, on each side of their first abdominal segment of the grasshopper, right under the wings. They have membranes mm. that vibrate when they're hit by sound waves. So stomachs, you can, they can actually hear their own stomach growling because that's how close their ears are. Wow. The most
1: dogs ever owned by a human being, okay, they were bull mastiffs to be exact, and the person that owned them happens to be the warlord Kubla Khan. And If you know anything about history, and most of the people that listen to our show probably don't. <laughs> but you know, there was this guy Kubla Khan, he was a warlord uh, and and he had guess how many dogs 5000 he had five thousand of these crazy ass bull mastiffs. Those are tough dogs. Okay, that's a big yard that he had to have five thousand. That's a lot of little plastic poop bags. You know? Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Holy <laughs> mackerel! You
1: think this guy was paranoid or
0: something? You know? Do I hear a dog barking? <laughs> no, it's your plants talking. <laughs> it's <your> plants talking. <laughs> stupid ass. Look, I stepped in something. <laughs> oh my god. The eagle, the very majestic eagle, the very symbol of the United States of America, the Mm -hmm. strike of an eagle can be stronger, in fact, two times stronger than a rifle shot. The eagle hitting you? The strike of an eagle can be two times stronger than a rifle shot. Wow. Wow. They're, they're,
1: They're amazing. We have them down here, and sometimes a bald eagle will go on our roof. They're just amazing. You hear them take off and the wingspan is just massive and it sounds like flop, flop. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They're really amazing to watch. The longest recorded life of a slug was one year and six months. Now, that's nice to know that the longest life of a slug was one year and six months. But my question is, who did this study? How many guys, how many like slugs do they know? Like did they know a lot of slugs? And and were they there for the the slug birth so that they know exactly how did they celebrate slug birthday? Did they did they did they did they, did they attend slug funeral?
0: <laughs> celebrate they each had a serving of escargot. So many questions, Nick. <laughs> which is why you listen to this podcast and you have for, for 50 episodes we've done various specials we've done some funny ones some hilarious ones we like to say listen laugh and learn also some brand new topics like this one we started oh not too long ago sports On the totally useless information podcast i'm nick and i'm roy and here's a confusing
1: fact soccer soccer's confusing what Europe hey, calls it football but we call it soccer did you ever look at a soccer ball though i mean this is pretty cool the soccer ball is made up of a bunch of hexagons sewn together almost like a patch quilt of leather okay Do you know how many hexagons are on a soccer ball?
0: You know what? I tried to count them once. Did you? I tried, and I lost count after seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's a circle. You don't know where you started. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, Roy. Tell us, Roy, how many hexagons are there in a soccer ball? Now that marijuana
1: is legal in Canada, Nick just spins the ball and spins the (laughs) ball.
0: Oh, it is One,
1: two. Oh, I lost count. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there are thirty-two of those hexagons sewn together, to be exact. And a funny uh, story: soccer actually was developed in the eighteen hundreds. Get ready for this: in London, at the Newgate Prison, the prisoners had nothing better to do, so they started kicking around, I guess, a ball or something, and they invented soccer.
0: Pretty
1: cool. They should have called it Breakout. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) If the National Hockey League wants to increase scoring, maybe they should ask the Slovakian women's team for some tips. In 2008, in an Olympic qualifier game, Slovakia beat the Bulgarian team 82 to nothing. No. In hockey? That's a goal every 44 seconds. In total... Bulgaria gave up a total of 192 goals in the tournament. Needless to say, Bulgaria didn't go anywhere. Ouch. One goal every 44 seconds of Slovakian That's... women's hockey team. So so basically what you're trying to
1: tell me is the Bulgarian goalie was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally laying probably 30, 40 feet away from the goal, dead. I don't even think she showed up. She, she never made it to the game. It's impossible. I I don't even think you could get the puck out of the net in 44 seconds. (laughs) It's stuck in there. (laughs) Wow. Alan Shepard. We all know Alan Shepard, astronaut. Alan Shepard played a sport on the moon. You know what it is, Nick? Soccer. No. (laughs) No, That's when he was in jail. No, right. He hit two golf balls. I think with a six iron, he hit two golf balls. One went into a crater. The other just kept going for miles and miles because, of course, there's no resistance. But his first shot, I guess you could consider a hole in one because it went into a crater. So he's doing really, really well. And I guess the other one, when it comes down in about 100 years from now, we'll figure out what it is. Maybe maybe he's got a hole in one on like Venus or some crap by now.
0: (laughs) Then he's going to say, you know what? I didn't like that shot. I'll like a mulligan, please. Yeah, exactly. Bowling, we love bowling. I know that you, Roy, um, have uh, been around bowling, bowling most of your life because your family owned a, a bowling alley as part of the restaurant complex. Most of us are lucky enough to get one strike in an entire game of bowling. Okay, I know mm. you're pretty good because again, you grew up around the sport of bowling. Me, I have the occasional time to play to bowl, and I do okay. Chad McLean of Florida got twelve. 10 pin strikes in one minute in 2013. Tw-
1: 12, 12 strikes, strikes
0: in a Perfect 2000- game. Perfect game in one minute. In one minute. That's a lot of balls. How
1: did the ball even come back? How'd they even set the pins up? I don't know. That's what it says. I think that's a lie, Nick. I'm going to look into this, and if Fine. I find out that you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna unmask you in front of the whole world. In fact, we are around the whole world. People listen to us all over the world. So, right, God, I'm not gonna do that to you, Nick. Okay. In 1950, heavily heavily favored England lost the World Cup soccer tournament to the United States. They were favored like to win it. It was like you know almost like you know not even watch it because they're going to kill the US. Newspapers thought it was a typo and when they saw the score. And so they actually changed it because they said it couldn't be that the US had won and England had zero and that the US had won the match. So they wrote it up as England 10, US 1, no. OK? It's it's like the the press actually forgot that we won the Revolutionary War.
0: (laughs) (laughs) England won, uh,
1: America zero. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no, not no. Come on, please.
0: I don't know. Have you ever run a marathon? Has anybody run a marathon out there? How about a half marathon? Uh,
1: I've started to run a marathon. I made it about thirty-five steps and uh, I stopped.
0: He's the inventor of the Stairmaster. He just stared at the stairs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The record time for running a half marathon while pushing a stroller is one hour, 11 minutes, and 27 seconds. That poor baby. I think that baby should be taken
1: away from its mother or father, whoever had the bright idea of running that kid miles
0: around. To finish. It was set by a Canadian, Callum Neff, in 2016. Now, in order for you to be eligible, the runner has to push the stroller the entire time, and there needs to be a baby in it. Neff pushed his 11-month daughter, Holland, for one hour, 11 minutes, and 27 seconds, a record time for running a half marathon while pushing a stroller.
1: You know, I'm totally against marathons. When I found out that these people run for hours, and if they have to, like, go to the bathroom, they literally
0: urinate as they're running. Wow, and we're thinking they're drinking Gatorade or something. They're not.
1: Yeah. Now, the urinating part, you can get away with that one, but what about number two? (laughs) 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 You cross the finish line, it looks like you have a tail.
0: (laughs) Not quite finished yet. (laughs) Listening to the Totally Useless Information podcast, our 50th episode. And time to time, we like to look back at some of the finer moments of our recording of our podcasts, including Roy's great, amazing way of pronunciation. Here it is. This man's name was Vlad the Impaler,
1: and he gets his name because he impaled 20,000 Ottoman Turks on long, sharp poles on the banks of the Danube River. River, 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 <laughs> <laughs> then <you've>
0: river, then you river. That was a tough one, though. I got to admit, it's it like the, all those facts all slammed into one It thing. was, it was. And then from time to time, you know, like the, these things happen while you're recording uh, a podcast. <laughs> a reindeer, you know, reindeer, right? They're Santa's, um, uh, reindeer, Santa's helpers. They, they help, uh,
1: I usually give my wife an umbrella at that point.
0: A reindeer? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, there she is now. There oh, she is right now.
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me just take it now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Reindeer, yeah. So, um, yeah. exactly. Now, we are, we are, you know, professional podcasters, don't you think?
1: At this point, after 50 damn episodes, we better yeah. be.
0: Yeah, and we also know how to pronounce a lot of names, like names of animals. The oldest known creature that lived the longest on record
1: is five hundred and seven years. And you say, what the hell lived five hundred and seven years? It was an old mullocks mullocks
0: mullocks. Can you say that word? Mulas (laughs) mullock. here you go. Say it again, Nick. Mulusk. And you Along the lines, you know, sometimes we get a little silly. Sometimes uh, we go back to the fourth grade. We'll have more for you next time. (laughs) So in the meantime, <laughs> tell a friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, when it gets late.
0: <laughs> um, um, in the meantime, what are we doing in the meantime? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Welcome to the fourth grade. Yes. <laughs> Actual professionals, you know, and uh, from time to time we just get a little silly, don't you? I mean, don't you think, Roy, that every once in a while it's good to be silly?
1: Uh, I think we're silly pretty
0: much like 95% of the time. <laughs> Talked about some great inventions like, oh, the Wonder Bra. All right, now, all kidding aside, the Wonder Bra is my next invention that I'm going to talk about, and it was a Canadian invention. The Wonder Bra, you know, the Wonder Bra, the ones that help enhance women's bustier. I wonder about women's breasts often. So the Wonder Bra was coined by American Israel pilot. What? Hold on. (laughs) Right here. So, um, you know, sometimes, you know, the elevator in my head doesn't quite reach the top floor. So Roy asked me a question, and uh, I had trouble answering it. When I say to you, Nick, cowboy what do you picture
1: when i say cowboy
0: john wayne you know those westerns that you see the western movies clint eastwood yeah. if you had,
1: you had, had to like, describe what you saw what would you say well We uh, got 30 minutes
0: like so you
1: know <laughs> first thing that comes to mind <laughs> forget, well,
0: uh, it. forget
1: uh, it i'm uh, going on,
0: this head is on why he... we have
1: totally useless information he draws a okay. blank <laughs> 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 i say cowboy he draws a blank <laughs> He's still thinking about falling off the bed because he did it. <laughs> just
0: once, just once. Come on.
1: Sorry, just once. Thank God they have healthcare, free healthcare in Canada. But I, it's not. It's not right.
0: Okay, That's right. so I'm going to
1: start this over again because Nick
0: blew the whole thing. So what we're referring to was, I think, um, the fact was something in the sex section. We said that you need to have some fun. In the bedroom and um you know it's okay to look for your contact or you know and sometimes you fall off the bed and sometimes you pass wind so these things happen mm-hmm. from time to time so and one last uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know um <laughs> yeah, back to the fourth grade and one last blooper as we look back in some of the uh, the highlights of the past 50 episodes um so Roy and I have been friends many for many years, forty plus years. And uh, one time we went to see Cats on Broadway, and we talk about that on the show. Didn't we go see Cats a long time ago? Didn't we go? I think we went for your wedding anniversary. I think I, it was Cats. Yes. And then we went to right? And we went to Sardi's. Sardi's. Is,
1: we went. We did, folks. We went to Sardi's, and there was a piece of curly Kate, the cleaning thing that you clean the pots That's in right. the
0: fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> oh wow wow yeah that was a delicious dinner crunchy that's wild though that's wild though that that you remember that I, i
1: then when you said it i was like whoa remember that you know and we get so crazy and i don't know if people really understand it we've done we as friends we've done a lot of crazy crap so We could go on and on for for hours. Maybe another another
0: 50 (laughs) episodes. So um, we want to thank every single one of you for listening to our podcast throughout the uh, 50 episodes. We have lots more exciting stuff coming your way in the next uh, several months. We have uh, guests coming on our podcast. We have uh, new topics that we're going to introduce. And we are, and we've threatened to do this, we will have not one, not two, but three live podcasts coming your way the next little while stay tuned for more details on that but that's all the time we have for this week's episode our 50th episode we will scour the internet far and wide for more useless information for next week so in the meantime
1: please tell all of your friends about the trend by sharing share this and
0: subscribe to all the platform that you listen to i'm nick and i'm roy thanks for listening and happy 50th yippee